Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Marcus and Melina De La Cruz. We hope that you'll be blessed by today's message. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, fixed me up real good. See, looking really sharp. Thank you, George. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is family to us. Amen. My wife, my, my children, and the church send their love. We always pray for River Church. Every, very often. Amen. And we declare the blessings of God on you. We appreciate the support we receive from here. And uh, God is doing wonderful things in Nigeria. Wonderful, wonderful things. We're reaching more people this year. Amen. Amen. I went to, I think he's, it, it was in the newsletter, but I'll tell you in person because I give you a report. You help support what God is doing, but this year we were privileged to go um, into what they call the IDP camp. It's internally displaced people, people that were displaced from by the terrorist groups in their areas, by Boko Haram, all those craziness. So we were able to visit their camp, and uh, it was about 6,000 of them in the place and we just took a walk through god said to me i want you there raise up people there that can bring them the truth of god's word so so we went there and we're working on getting uh some of the people from there to come on out to where we are we train them feed them and they go and raise up their own people amen so it's just wonderful things and we have a group out in lagos uh, where we call it faith seminar, but it's another spirit of faith in Lagos that God is raising up hungry people, and uh, good things are happening. People are hungry, and we're and we're so grateful that God gave us the word, the answer to deliver to them. Amen. Then we have what we call our healing service, Sunday night healing service, every month. Praise God, where we have different churches and uh, pastors and people come on out and we have great time. There's been wonderful testimonies. There was one I remember in particular, a lady who couldn't come because she missed the group that she was supposed to come. So right there where she missed the opportunity to come, she said, I release my faith for whatever God has for me in that meeting. You know she was healed. She came and they gave the testimony of the healing. She was healed of whatever she was dealing with. So it was wonderful time. Amen. Wonderful. So we have story, you know, records like that of people getting healed, people getting helped. Amen. And we also, we started, we have uh, what we call guarding your grace is ministry to ministers. Those that are in the fivefold ministry or sense the call of God to the fivefold ministry. We, we take time once a week to feed them, train them uh, online, and sometimes we have it in person. But we also started a mentoring group where we have these ministers come from wherever they are. They pay their own way to come, which is a big deal. There was one person, one woman, who said, you know, she, God spoke to her to be part of that, and she was saving money for transportation to come. And she would save money to come on her own every time. So uh, we're, we're, we're feeding them the Word of God. The group is expanding. So the more of these ministers we reach, the more impact we will have in all the communities. We don't have to be everywhere at the same time, but if we will raise them, feed them with the Word of God, they'll go back and lift their people. And, and it's just wonderful. And you are all part of that. Amen. You are all part of that. So heaven is recording it 
to your account that you are helping minister life to these people amen so we're very grateful for your support there are so many things i can tell you but you know if we did that pastor mark said i can't go past 4 p.m so <laughs> so praise god uh we will update you more as we go we are very grateful we're speaking blessings on you so be expecting amen be expecting you can actually go to prayer and say father I am supporting your, yes. your, your children in Nigeria. Yes. And you said if I give, it's giving back to me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. So shall, and running over, so shall men give into my bosom. I thank you I have. Because you see, when you show interest in what God is doing, he will show interest in what you're doing. He become partners with your labor. Amen. So glory to God. Amen. So thank you for all that and uh thank you pastors for the privilege to minister to your people this morning this is family to me so it's like yeah i come in i open the refrigerator i do whatever i want i eat whatever i want amen praise god so this is home amen praise god glory to god some of our people might be watching online hello spirit of faith in abuja nigeria amen praise god all lagos wherever you are amen praise god well, did you come to hear God today? Yes. Me too. <laughs> Amen. Um, I'm used to people saying, wow, Reverend, I'm excited to be in service. God, oh, it's going to be good. I say, yeah, me, me too. Let's find out what God's going to do. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, did you bring your Bibles today? Yes. Let's turn it to uh, the book of Psalm. Psalm chapter 8. Glory to God. We will read from verse 4. Psalm 8 from verse 4. Father, we thank you again for your word. As we approach this word, we approach it reverently. Look into you for utterance. Father, make my tongue like the pen of a ready writer. To write this precious word in the hearts of your precious people today. And I declare in the name of Jesus that this word will have free course among us. Your word will be glorified and lives will be changed as a result of, of this word in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, Psalm, Psalm 8 verse 4, it says, What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visited him? Thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, a little lower than God. And has crowned him with glory and honor. Verse 6. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. Glory to God. Amen. God's plan for every believer is that we live a life of dominion. Is that we have dominion. Amen. Is that we reign in life. If we are not reigning as children of God, it means that we are out of the plan of God. Yeah. If you're not reigning in life, if you're not exercising your dominion, it means you're out of the plan of God. Because the plan of God is that we rule and reign in life. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. You remember in Romans chapter uh, f uh, 5, verse 17, it says, you know, those that have received the gift, the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one christ jesus 
Amen. So this morning I was asking the Lord what to minister to you. This message came to me while I was in Nigeria, just getting ready to come. So on the plane, he talked to me a little bit about it. It's okay, good. Okay, I know at least where to start. Amen. So we're going to talk about developing dominion mentality. Developing dominion mentality. That's the plan of God for you. Amen. You see, the only things that are real to you, Hmm? The only things that are real to you are the things that have become your mentality. The things that have become how you think. Amen. And until dominion becomes your mentality, the things that are possible because of that won't be real to you. Amen. There exists possibilities that only those who operate with the knowledge of dominion, uh, uh, can enjoy. There are possibilities that people will never know unless they operate in dominion. Possibilities. When we operate in dominion, we operate in a world of possibilities. Possibilities. Amen. Why is it important that we develop dominion mentality? Because that's what you need to have. In order to live the kind of life that God designed for you. Amen. You know there are all kinds of life. But there's a particular kind of life that God designed for you. Yeah. Remember Jesus said, I am come that they might have life. And that they might have it more abundantly. What is the kind of life that God designed for the believer? It is a life of reigning. A life where you decide what happens. Not life deciding for you. Amen. The, the life of dominion is a life where you decide. Say me. me. Say me. me. Talk back to me. Say me. 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 I decide what happens, not life deciding for me. Amen. That's the kind of life that God designed for you. But in order to enjoy that kind of life, you have to have a dominion mentality. What is a dominion mentality? The mentality of I am responsible for the kind of things I enjoy. Amen. Because I use the authority that God vested in me. Amen. Praise God. You see, Christianity is a man's uh, practice of his oneness with God. Christianity, somebody said, I am a Christian. That means you are practicing oneness with God. That means people will look at you and see God. People will look at you and see that you are one with God. Amen. How do you come into being one with God? Through the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, Jesus, oh glory to God. Bible said he was made to be sin for us. He took what separated us from God and paid the penalty. And him, through his body, restored us back to God. He made God and us to be one again. Bible said that he joined the two of them to be one. So when a man enters Christ, he enters into a union with the almighty God. And you remember the Bible said that with God, all things are possible. That's why we say there's a world of possibilities that is open to a man who is in Christ. 
A man who operates in dominion. Amen. Because that's God's man. That's God's plan. The Bible said he created us to have dominion. Remember Genesis chapter 1. In verse 26 he says let us make man in our image. And in our likeness. And he said let them have dominion. Over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the earth, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. That's God's plan. God's plan is that we rule. Amen. You see, if they, uh, oh, anyway, let's read it for a second. Praise God. You know, we try to go through shortcuts sometimes, you know, but sometimes we miss a few things. Look at Genesis chapter uh, 1. Glory to God. Let's read. We've, I just quoted verse 26. Let's look at from verse 27. Genesis 1, 27 through 28. So God created man. So God did what he said. God always does what he says. Amen. So God created man in his own image. And in the image of God created he him male and female. Praise God. That, you need to read that to remind yourself. Because if you, if you look outside in the world, they, they are confused. Yeah. But this is how, what God created. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. He created he, him, male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, listen to this, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. Subdue it. Are you hearing? Yes. Subdue it. Yes. Praise God. Subdue it and have dominion. Yeah. Over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air. And I always drag this one when I get there. You know, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Over, over every, everything. Amen. Amen. I was reading that scripture and I came to that verse that says subdue it. So when you hear, when somebody shows up to you and says, Hey, subdue it. What are you going to think first? Something is going to try to get out of order. Something is going to try to be different from what it's supposed to be doing. And God says, subdue it. That means bring it back to order. Are you here? Bring it back to order. We are charged by God. Through the dominion he gave us to bring everything we face back to order. If it ever gets out of order. Amen. Amen. Praise God. That's our responsibility. Amen. That's the way we think. We have dominion. It is our responsibility to replenish the earth. It is our responsibility to be fruitful, to multiply, and bring things into order. That's our responsibility. You've got to think that way. You've, you see, so many Christians live for themselves. We're looking for the latest thing that we will get instead of recognizing who God has made us on the earth. According to the Bible, according to the word of God, you are the little God on the earth. You are the little God on the earth. What do I mean by that? You determine what happens on the earth. You determine what happens on the earth. Are you here? You determine what happens on the earth. 
but you won't function like that without you thinking like that. For as a man thinketh, so is he. You don't find many Christians with that dominion mentality. You'll find many Christians that are complaining. You'll find many Christians that are like pushed to the, uh, you know, just pushed back, back, backwards. But you need to remind yourself of who God has made you. And what heaven expects you to be doing. Amen. We are called to manifest the kingdom of God on the earth. But it takes dominion to do that. And God gave it to us. Say after me, I have dominion. <laughs> Say it again. I have dominion. One more time. I have dominion. One more time. Say, I have dominion. Now, say it like you mean it. I have dominion. One more time. I have dominion. Did you hear me? Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Remember, well, let's just look at a few scriptures before we go further. Look with me. Praise God. Look at Luke chapter 10 verse 19. Let's remind ourselves of a few things. Glory to God. Praise God. Luke 10 19 says, Behold, look. Tell your neighbor, look. Look, 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 look. <laughs> I give unto you power. That word power is authority. I give unto you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing, nothing shall by any means hurt you. Amen. Amen. I give you power. I give you authority. I give you dominion to tread upon serpents, scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. You see, when you hear over all the power of the enemy, people go, okay, well, what exactly is the power of the enemy? Well, the Bible, Jesus said that I am come, that the devil comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that you might have life. I teach it di this way sometimes. I said, there are two ways to find out what's happening. The Bible said, Jesus said, I came that you may have. The devil said, I come that you may not have. He steals, he kills, and he destroys. So when you find yourself not having what the Bible said you ought to have, the devil is at work. The devil is at work. And if you find yourself having what the Bible said that belongs to you, God is at work. Because Jesus said, I am come that you may have. The devil comes that you may not have. But it takes you becoming dominion-minded. Yeah. Having the mentality of a person in dominion to say, Hey, this is not God. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Why? You see, when you, things, when you see things that are out of order, you don't just go, Hey, I just trust that one day God will do something. God will do something. God will do something. I've, I've had God say to me so many times. He said, son, if you don't do anything about it, nothing will be done. I said, what do you mean? I said, who's the one who lives here? He said, I said, me. He said, okay, case closed. Yeah. 
If we don't do something about it, nothing will be done. But it takes us thinking. You see, people like to, you don't get to the doing without getting to the thinking. Developing the mentality. I am responsible to bring heaven on the earth. I am responsible to manifest heaven on the earth. Amen. You see, dominion is not an option. It is a command. Amen. We have a God-given authority to bring about the will of God on the earth. Bring about the will of God in my life, in your life. Amen. Most tra tragedies in the life of the believer is due to his failure to exercise his God-given dominion. If you don't exercise your dominion, your life will not go the way God intended it. And it wouldn't be the devil to blame. Because the Bible says, I gave you authority over all the power of the enemy. So who will be at fault? It will be the one who's not exercising that dominion. Amen. But you can exercise that dominion without first taking on the mentality. Taking on the mentality. Responsibility mentality. I am authorized by heaven to bring order. I am authorized by heaven to bring order. Amen. That's my job. Amen. You see, dominion is for possession. Dominion is for possession. If you're going to possess what God has made yours in Christ, you're going to have to learn to be dominion-minded because that's what it takes to possess. God has given. The given is not the issue. Bible says that God has given unto us everything that pertains to life and godliness, according to 2 Peter 1 in verse 3. Yeah. The giving has been done. Yeah. It is possession that we're talking about. Remember what God said to the Israelites about the promised land? He said, I've given you the promised land. Go possess it. Possession calls for dominion. Because when you get to go possess what God says has made yours, you will encounter oppositions. You will encounter resistance. But if you don't think dominion, you will abandon it. So many people don't like pressure. Uh, I don't want to feel pressure. I just don't, I don't want to feel pressure. But pressure is calling for your dominion. When you feel pressure, it's a call. For your dominion. Amen. So, so having pressure is not like. Uh, oh my God I'm finished. I'm feeling pressure. No pressure is just simply calling for your dominion. And you have it. And you have it. You are equal to the task. Amen. But to get to that point. It has to become how you think. It has to become your mentality. I'm a man in dominion. I'm a woman in dominion. That's, that's, ah, that's how, no, no, that's how I think. So that when things arise, you don't let it last longer than the expiration date. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. See, every test and trial has expiration date. 
Because the apostle Paul told us, he said, this thing is for a moment. Who, have, you ever, have you ever wondered, who determines the expiration date? Hmm? Who determines the expiration date? You do! You do! Are you here? You do! Heaven will be okay with however long you are okay with allowing the devil to keep messing things around. And if you're not careful, you will turn it into where, where, you know, God will, God will, God will, God will. The God on the earth is you, the believer. Remember, God lives in us. Glory to God. The almighty God is housed inside of us. But if he's ever going to come out to do anything, it has to be through us. He will use our hands. He will use our legs. Amen. That's what being a Christian is. You have been conformed to be like God. So that when you talk, it's like God talking. When you move, it's like God moving. Why? The same life that God has, you have. You need to have that become the way you think. So that you don't allow the enemy to terrorize your life. If you see the believer being terrorized, he's terrorized for ignorance. Because of ignorance. Remember the Bible says, my people are destroyed or cut off for lack of knowledge. How about this? For lack of exercising knowledge that they've been informed or that they have been given. Amen. So, possessing what God has made yours in Christ calls for you operating in dominion. Amen. See, the devil is not just going to say, oh, okay, well, Jesus died and made it available for them. So, I guess they have it. No, he's going to do everything he can to deceive you. He doesn't have power over you, but he does everything he can to deceive you. All of a sudden, you, have, you find yourself believing for something that's already yours. Are you here? You find yourself believing for something that heaven already recorded as you owning it. Are you here? Yes. It, for example, it's like owning a vehicle. Let's say you own a, a truck, maybe a red truck, and you, and you wake up one morning and say, hey, I'm, I'm going to believe God today that I have a red truck. I'm going to believe God today that I drive a red truck. That would be strange, wouldn't it? Yeah. Why? Because it's already yours. Yeah. It's already yours. Yeah. You see, part of the way that the enemy deceives people is to get you to be believing for something that you already have. Why do people try to believe for something that they already have? Because they are not exercising their authority. When you don't exercise dominion, you will walk for what you already own. Instead of saying, wait a minute, that's mine. Get your hands off of it in Jesus' name. You see? That's how a dominion-minded person will operate. He knows he's been handed over those things. So when he doesn't see it, he's like, who has it? Get your hands off my stuff. Instead of saying, I'm believing that God will bless me with it. I'm believing that God. No, he said he has. 
He said he has. You just have to exercise your authority by making it your experience. Amen. So possessing what God has made yours in Christ calls for you operating in dominion. We are called to manifest the kingdom of God. But you cannot manifest the kingdom without dominion. Think, think about it. From the beginning, God said, let them have dominion. It is a requirement. Amen. You see, Jesus was our example of a man in dominion. Jesus was our example of a man in dominion. And if you read what he said like in John chapter 6 in verse 38. He says, I came to do the will of him that sent me. I came to do the will of him that sent me. Praise God. Glory to God. And, he, and the reports that we had of the pharisees about jesus if you if if you listen to what they said about him if you listen to what the pharisees the people of the world said about jesus whom has been sent to do the will of him that sent him just like you and i what was the reports that they were talking about about jesus they said he spoke as one with authority he didn't teach like the uh, scribes, you know. Yeah. According to Luke 4.32. They said, he, he spoke as one in authority. Yeah. Hmm? That's good. Glory to God. So good. You see, that's you. Yeah. Remember the Bible said, as he is, so are we in this world. He was our example. So we can look at the life of Jesus and we see a man who operated in dominion. That's how we are supposed to operate. In the presence of fever, he was a master. In the presence of storm, he was a master. In the presence of lack, he was a master. In every arena. Why? Because that was how he thought. That was how he thought. If it's not in your thinking... You wouldn't be able to operate in it. When fever was there, they, they talked to him, he rebuked the fever. The storm came to interrupt what God told them to do, what they were doing. He rose up, a man in dominion. Peace be still. When was the last time you looked over your life and said, Peace be still? Hmm? When was the last time symptoms tried to come on your body and you say, you stop now in the authority of the name of Jesus? You see, that's what we're called to do. But you have to have this thinking. You have to have this thinking. If you don't think this way, you will be praying and praying and praying and praying for things that God already authorized you to do something about. Hmm? You got to think that way. Say after me, I have dominion. <laughs> Say it again, I have dominion. I have it, I have it, I have it, I have it, I have it. You're not a small person at all. When you find out how powerful you are, <laughs> the devil's heyday in your life is over. 
you find out how powerful you are. How? Because God made you that way. You are sent on a mission. Every believer is a person on a mission on the earth. You have to take back things to the one who sent you. Amen. But it begins with you thinking that way. Take on the thinking. I'm a man in dominion. I'm a man in dominion. If you have children, maybe you start with that. You know, you have little babies. You start with them. And the enemy tries to bring some kind of fever or symptom. You can rise and practice it. Hey, devil, get your hands off my child. Fever, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Out! And you turn around. And act just like it's so. Don't even look back to see if he left or not. Because the Bible says resist him and he will flee. It's just that simple. uh, Let's let's hope to get into some good things. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Amen. The believer. Remember Jesus was a man was our example of a man in dominion. The believer is Christ on the earth. The believer is Christ on the earth. You are the Christ that United States is dying to see. We are the Christ that the world is yearning to see. Everybody is calling for answer. Oh, answer. We need help. We need help. The believer is that help. You are Christ on the earth. Me? Me? This little me from part of you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Remember? The Bible tells us, you remember in 1 Corinthians, I believe it is, it says, what agreement has light with darkness? What agreement has Christ with Belial? So the Bible calls you, the believer, Christ. Why? You're one with him. It's not you that's living. It's Christ in you. Galatians 2.20 says, It's no longer I that live it, but Christ is living through me. It ought to be that when a man encounters you, a woman encounters you, they encounter Christ. You're one with him. You'll be able to walk out and say, If you've seen me, you've seen Christ. You know what I mean? That's what the Bible said. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. If it's not in your mouth, it won't be in your thoughts. You got to talk that way. For it to get into your thinking. If you've seen me, you've seen Christ. What are you doing? You are reprogramming your thinking to match the standards of Scripture. You see... Think about that. If, if you're constantly saying, if you've seen me, you've seen Christ. You will become conscious of your actions. Yeah. Why? Because it will put you on an alert. Wait a minute. Is this what Christ will do? Is this what Christ will do? If you're announcing, then somebody say, well, I better not say that. Uh, I better not say that. Because if I say that, that will commit me. Uh, let me tell you. Whether you say it or not, you are it. Saying it is you coming into agreement with what heaven already made you. And having good things come into your life depends on your agreement with what heaven has made you. 
You remember uh, Job 22:21? I said, you know, I agree with God. I agree with God. And by it, by, by agreeing and conforming to his will, by that, by that agreement, it's a great thing shall come into your life. Amen. Amen. So, so the believer is Christ on the earth. You are Christ on the earth. Amen. Remember 1 John 3, 7. 1 John 3, 7 and 8. Glory to God. It says, little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose was the Son of Man manifested. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Is it what you do identifies who you are? Okay? Acts of righteousness identifies you as the righteous. As the seed of righteous. Remember 2 Corinthians 5.21. God made him to be sin who knew no sin. Who made him to be sin for us. Who knew no sin. That we might be made the righteousness of God. Yeah. And because you are made the righteousness of God in him. You are Christ on the earth. You operate like him. You will do whatever Christ will do if he was here in person. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. How do you do that? Through the use of his name. Yeah. Okay? Through the use of his name. Yeah. So the Bible tells us that for this purpose, for this very reason, to bring a clear distinction between light and darkness, <laughs> the Son of God was made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. Uh, so, so, somebody say, yeah, he's talking about the works of sin. Yeah, but if you get rid of sin, you get rid of all the consequences of it. Lack, sickness and disease, separation from God. You get rid of sin, you get rid of all of that. Jesus already did the part of like dealing with sin. That nature has been dealt with. Now our responsibility is to walk around and enforce the victory that Jesus won for us. That's your job. That's what dominion will make you do. It will make you get out and look through your life, look through around your area and make sure that every works of devil is brought to zero. Because Jesus already did it. Huh? <laughs> Like, like in Nigeria, we have so many task force. Task forces that, you know, enforce the law on certain things. You know, we have the traffic one. We have, we have all kinds. Huh? What are they doing? They didn't make the laws. They just enforced it. Okay? As a believer, you didn't produce the victory. Christ did. But he empowered you by giving you dominion to enforce that victory. Enforce the victory. You have to look around and say, uh-uh, this is not the picture I was sent. This is not the picture I was sent. Oh, so much revelation. This is not the picture I was sent. Remember, the Bible said that Jesus 
said, Jesus said, I only do what I see my father do. I only say what I hear my father say. As believers, we are to look. God sends us mail every day, every moment. Check your text messages. Check your text messages. Where do you check? In your heart. Where are they sent from? From his word. You see, the word of God is God. The word of God is the realm of God. The word of God introduces you to God's realm. So where do you look to see what God is doing? Where do you look to see the victory that Jesus has won? You look at the word. And the Holy Spirit gives you the transmission of that word. Remember, he will take off mine and shall show them unto you. He will send you texts in your spirit. He will illuminate you in your spirit. Remember, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. That's where light comes. And you look in there, you see, hey, this is different from the picture. I was sent. No, you get out in Jesus' name. You're not supposed to be here. But the problem... Because many Christians don't think that way. They don't know to look there. They don't know to look there. So they allow the enemy to keep doing the same thing he's done. And we're busy claiming victory. Instead of enforcing victory. Amen. Remember in Colossians 2.15. Let's just read it just to get some. Ah, amen. Praise God. This is how I get up. If you see yourself down, this is how. Have you ever seen those uh, inflatable things? You just go. You look at that thing without the air. It's just. It's flat. You, you, you can kick it around and all that. But you put that air inside of it. All of a sudden, it takes a form. You breathing in the scripture, getting the scripture inside of you gives the enemy the, your, your true form. Oh, that's good. That's so good. Amen. The enemy knows so many believers, but, but the form of the believer he's seeing is the form that circumstances has formed in them. Yeah. Why? Because that's what they look at. Yeah. But when you make a decision, say decision decision when you make a decision to look at god's word that word becomes what inflates your inside giving you the form that heaven has of you and when you have that form it affects your mentality all of a sudden, you are no longer okay with this is uh, the way it is. You're like, uh-uh, uh-uh. This is not the picture that I was sent. This is not the picture I was sent. You can go walk around and say, hey, check your text. Check your text messages. Check your text messages. Where do you check your text messages? On the inside. Amen. It's, it's in checking that you see in that text message. That came at 2.15. Colossian time. Hmm? 2.15 Colossian time. That, that's what, when he came. What do you mean by that? Colossians 2.15. Okay. It says, Having 
even spoiled principalities and powers. Glory to God. He made a show of them openly, triumphing uh, over them in it. Okay? What do I mean by that? What are you to do? What you do now is you're looking at that, and the Spirit of God will show you the whole video. He spoiled them. They are powerless against me. Remember? And then he will run the references to you. Remember? Behold, I give you power over all the powers of the enemy. You know, tread upon serpents and scorpions, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Why? Because he has deprived them of power to hurt you. So, you see, the text messages that we talk about that comes to you, they are video too. But you wouldn't know that they are video until you start reading them. You read them with the intent to see. You get what I'm saying? You read them with the intent to see. Did you catch it? You read those texts with the intent to see. Remember in Jeremiah 33.3, the Bible says, Call unto me, and I will answer you, and I will show you. Hmm? Oh, praise God. So, one of the things that will happen is that where, while you're looking, you will see. You read those texts, and you will see his four principalities. When you see that accurately, you're no longer praying for Jesus to do something. You'll be like, uh-huh, I've been sent now. Uh-huh, I'm going to put you in your place. Yeah. Why? You have the original. You have the law. Yeah. And then you enforce it. But you can't enforce something that's not clear to you. Because you may try to enforce something you don't know about. And the devil says, well, but they changed it. <laughs> but if you didn't read it recently, you will assume that they are right. So you hesitate in your operation. That's why people who don't meditate on God's word hesitate in reigning. People who don't meditate on God's word hesitate when it comes to taking charge. Why? When you meditate on God's word, it's alive to you. It's fresh to you. The picture is clear. So you're able to get out and say, that's not the picture I see. Hmm? Have you ever ordered something on Amazon? Right? You saw the picture. And what was delivered was different. Do you put the box in the corner and say, oh God, oh my heavenly father, I'm trusting you. No, is that what you do? No, what do you do? You send it back. Why? This was not what I ordered. You see, that's what dominion empowers you to do on the earth. You look at what the devil is sending and all of that. No, that's not the picture. Take this back. Right now. Take this back. Right now. How are you able to know? Because you just looked at the picture. But if you didn't look at the picture. They may confuse you and say. Oh well it just changes color with time. No. You don't believe that garbage. No. 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 You see. People. The enemy has fooled so many people. 
When it comes to what Jesus died to make available to you, he will talk you out of it. Just wait, you know. You do things in the natural a little bit. Okay, just give yourself, you know, to build up yourself, you know. Build up your account. Build up your... Nothing that Jesus purchased for you comes from the natural. The origination, the origin is the spirit. It's through the word. So now he's conned you into trying to set up in the natural for what can only come from the spirit. Hmm? Why is he able to do it? People don't have accurate view of the text. They didn't read the text. Oh, I discovered it happens to me, it happens to all of us. Many people don't read the whole thing. Have you ever sent someone an email and you gave clear steps on what to do? Uh, and then they texted you back. So how should I do this? Hello? Read the whole thing. Right? Read the whole. I just put it in there. Which tells you. That's how people read. They just scan. They scan through. You can scan revelation. If you scan revelation, you wouldn't operate in dominion. So what do you do? You read it. You actually read it with the intent to see. That's when it becomes alive to you. That's when it arms you to possess. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. That's what emboldens you to go, okay, this is not the way it should be. This is not the way it should be. No, you stop. Remember what Jesus said to the woman that was bowed over? On the Sabbath day, Jesus saw her. The woman bowed over. The Pharisees were okay with it. People that went to church with her were okay with it. Hmm? They believed in that one day something will change. The Bible said when Jesus saw her, when Jesus saw her, when you saw her, because you are Christ now on the earth, Jesus said, Art not this woman. Art not this woman. Art not this woman. Being a daughter of Abraham. Art not this woman who has a covenant. Art not you who have a better covenant. Are you listening to me? Art not you. Jesus said, Art not this woman being a daughter of Abraham be set free? Be set free. Let me read it exactly like it said. Look at this. This is Luke 13 verse 16. This was Jesus saying. And ought not this woman. Being a daughter of Abraham. Remember that name Abraham represent a covenant. Jesus was referencing. How ought not this woman who has a covenant. Because she is the daughter of Abraham. Whom Satan hath bound. Whom Satan hath bound. Jesus said the reason she was bound over. Is not because God was waiting for the good time to heal her. Jesus said the reason her condition was the way it was. Was because Satan had bound her. Yet she had a covenant. But it took somebody to say, Oh, no, 
not this woman? Wasn't this the one I saw in the text? That they're supposed to be free? Remember Jesus said, I only do what I see my father do. I only say what I hear my father say. I'm not, wasn't this woman the one, the one I saw in the text? That's supposed to be free because she's a daughter of Abraham. She has a covenant. Ought yes. mm? not this woman whom Satan had bound low 18 years. 18 years. 18 years. What do we learn from this? Things can continue to be wrong until a man in dominion says, uh-uh. What I ah oh, this ought not to be. Eighteen years, and there were people that were okay with it. They were good scriptures, but it took a man in dominion. I said, no. "Ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan had bound for eighteen years, be free, huh? Be loosed from." This bond on the Sabbath. Ought not. Why was Jesus able to say that? He he was able to check his text messages. Remember? Hmm? You and I are to look through our lives today. Any area that we see Less than what Jesus died to make available. We should rise with such conviction. Because we've seen the legal document. We should rise with such conviction. Saying, ought not this man. Ought not this woman. Pointing to yourself. Hmm? Maybe thoughts are coming, bombarding you. You ought to rise you whom Christ has set free be free from this. Amen. 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 So you rise with such conviction. Ought not this man, ought not this woman whom Christ has set free because whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Ought not this person be free. And you just don't say, ought not, you do something. You rise in the name of Jesus Christ. In the authority of the name of Jesus. Amen. Out. In the, you see, let's say you have thoughts bombarding you. Oh, harassing thoughts. You grab your head. Look at me. Put your hands on your head. And say, ought not you whom the Son has set free. Be free from all this junk. In the name of Jesus, take your hands off my mind. What are you doing? You're exercising your dominion. That means you're no longer okay with things that are not sent to you. But you got to know what's sent to you. You look at the scripture. You look at the scripture. Amen. You look at the scripture. See, when it comes to possession, it's not something you you are casual with. Yeah, right. Amen. You're not. It's it's not something you are casual with. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, no, no. Let's say somebody comes up to you, and they put their hands on your nose. They try to keep you from breathing. 
Would you be casual? You will even go like this automatically. Just that's just that's just the way you're designed. Why? Because you're designed to breathe. But yet, when it comes to life, Jesus said, "The words that I speak to you, they are life. They are the they are spirit, and they are life. That means you take your breathing from it. You take your breathing from it." Are you hearing me? You take your breathing from it. So when it comes to what that word said, they are your oxygen. They are your life. So you're not casual around it. Let me say, I only breathe when I want. Yeah, try it and you, and you check out of here real quick. You see, the word is alive to us. So we're not casual with the truth. We get, I mean, try it. Have somebody try, try to close your nose? You don't go like this. That's the only way you maintain your dominion. It's like you take a swipe, quick. What, what are you saying? Don't you dare. That's the only attitude that we ought to have. When it comes to our dominion. In fact. Heaven. Invites us. To operate like that. Look with me. Look at Matthew chapter 11. Glory to God. Matthew chapter 11. Look at verse 12. Glory, glory, glory. Oh, thank you Jesus. I'm getting happy already. Thank you Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Are you here? Matthew 11, verse 12. It says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, that means this is still authorized by heaven. Huh? Until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and violent taketh it by force. What force? The force of faith. Faith in your dominion. So, what he's saying is, when it comes to what heaven has made yours, don't lie down and wait for it to happen. Rise and demand that it be so. You're not demanding it of God because he's given it to you. You're demanding it of the one who walks about seeking whom he may devour. Whose job is to steal, kill, and destroy. That's your mindset. That's the way you think. Amen. Let's say you made 20000 last year. This year, you shouldn't be okay with the same. Why? The Bible said, I will increase you more and more. You and your children. Let's say you made 50 last year. You made 60 last year. This year, you shouldn't be okay with the same. Why? You, you look at the text message. Look at the text message. He said, I will increase you, you and your children, more and more. The problem with many believers is that they run to the outside looking to obtain what only inside makes available. What do I mean by running to the outside? They run to the world. Okay, I need to be increasing. I need to be increasing. Did the world tell you that? Who told you that? Who told you that? God. So who do you run to for that increase? God. I mean, hello? Hello? 
And say, yeah, I'm believing that my boss will give me pay raise. He, the, 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 who promised you increase? Huh? Who promised you increase? You, who's to say that he can do it any, uh, any way he chooses? So many people restrict their, their life to the flow of the natural because they have not dared to have dominion mentality. When you operate in dominion mentality, no man is your source but God. You are so sure that he said, if you don't go to work, just do this. Then you do it, he'll take care of you. You are so sure of him that he said, hey, I want you to come help at the church. Huh? Half of the week with half salary outside. If he told you that, it takes dominion. And you occupy it, he'll make it right. Ask, ask, ask Elijah. Elijah. Elijah went to the brook cherry. And the Bible said that the brook dried out. And God have had raven. Raven. Not even human. A bird. Drop hamburgers for him every day. Somebody say, how you know? He says, bread and meat. In my translation, that's a hamburger. Every day about that you see when you are dominion minded you get outside of the limits of human knowledge yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. hallelujah so when it comes to possession you're not casual yeah. you, you you are you are forceful right. why because it belongs to you right. you see what is it that motivates you you close your eyes and you see jesus Hanging on the cross, bleeding, being butchered to bring you into what I'm talking about. And after you see that, no, he died to make this available. He bled to make it available so I don't become casual. I don't become casual with my prosperity. I don't become casual with my healing. I don't become casual with anything that has to do with Christ. He took it. He stayed there long enough to wreck salvation. Therefore, I'm not casual with it. That's why the force. That's why the boldness. What it did has entered into you. You have become sharers of his sufferings. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see, the day of, you know, Low energy church is over. Yeah. Low energy church can't handle what's going on outside. Right. It takes the church of the living Christ yeah. who are mindful yeah. of their dominion. Yeah. So many people end their life at the news. Where the news said. Where the news said. So they end it there. No, write your own news. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Amen. 
Heaven said, you know, you don't know what's happening. Uh, I really don't care. <laughs> I read my text. I read my text. I judge everything I see based on the text that I read. Did you read this text that came to you? It came to all of us. Check your phone. You see it. Look at Matthew chapter 28. Glory to God. Matthew 28. Look, look at verses 18 and 19. Glory to God. I'm going to make the devil so mad. Hmm? Make him so mad. Just make him so mad. Make him. I, I, remember, there, there was a message that Dad Higgin preached years ago. He said, I was born to raise hell. Hallelujah. R-A-Z-E. Raise him. Raise it off of people's life. Raise it off of your life. What gives you the audacity to say that? I read the text. Huh? I read the text. Let's read it all together. Look at the text. Matthew 28, 18 and 19. And Jesus hmm, came and spake unto them. This was talking to the disciples after resurrection. Saying, all power, all authority is given unto me. In heaven and in earth. Look at verse 19. Go ye therefore. <laughs> Remember you are in him. You are in him. So the way I read this scripture. And, and I, I could hear Jesus saying it. And Jesus came and said unto Ike. All power has been given unto us. Hmm? In heaven and in earth. Okay. Now go. Now go. Hmm? Go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Mark recorded the same instance. Let's see Mark's version of it. Okay? What Mark recorded, because that's still the Holy Ghost talking. This was what Mark recorded. Look at Mark 16 in verse 15. We'll start from 15. We'll read through 18. Mark chapter 16. That's another text. Are you reading your text? Yes. All right. Glory to God. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Mark 16. Look at verse 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. In my name. You see, now, cast is not a gentle thing. Hmm? Cast is not something you should. No, you cast them like Cast them out with force. The name of Jesus is the force for the believer. That's my F-16. 
You get I I I enjoy military fighters. And I like to see F-16 take off. You're like, Whoa! before you hear the sound, he's already gone far. That name, the name of Jesus. At the sound of that name, earth trembles. Demons tremble. And we are the only species on this earth that are authorized to use it. Read your text. Okay? And he said, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out. Cast out. Okay? To cast out devils. Okay? To cast out devils will also mean to bring to a halt all his activities. Right? To cast out devils will also mean to bring to a halt all his activities. Amen. Every activity that is associated with him. Yeah. Hmm? You cast them. Yeah. That means you force it out. He yeah. said, not here. Not here. Not now. Not on my watch. I read my text. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, that's what happens. So many believers don't read their text. They go by memory. You don't see like that. You read the stuff. Anyway, I don't have time to get into all that. But, but you see. <laughs> In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sea and they shall recover. Restore. Replenish. Subdue. Have dominion. Amen. And I said, well, I really don't understand. Well, let's, let's look at this particular text that I'm about to show you and we'll begin to close with it. Matthew 18, 18. Amen. Amen. Matthew 18, 18. This is Jesus still talking. It says, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever... Whatsoever. When somebody says whatsoever, what do you think? Whatsoever. Whatsoever. Whatsoever means whatsoever. That means anything. 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 Right? Whatsoever you shall bind on the earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on the earth shall be loose in heaven. What else you want? Isn't it clear? So that means if I authorize it, heaven authorizes it. If I don't authorize it, heaven will not authorize it. Why? I'm the one on the earth. The dominion he gave was to the man on the earth. Adam lost it, but Jesus restored it. Become dominion minded. That means, remember we made the comment to you, if you don't make it happen, nothing will happen. Do you make it happen by willpower? No. 
Dominion is the function of your spirit. It's not the function of your head. Because sometimes people hear this message and they mistake it for willpower. The devil will defeat you with willpower. Dominion is a flow of your spirit. Okay? You operate dominion with the flow of your spirit. So when I'm saying become dominion-minded, you're not looking around to see what will empower you. You're looking at the text from God's word and you are grabbing hold of them with your spirit. That means it wouldn't make sense to your mind. Sense knowledge will not promote dominion. If you're looking to feel it, you won't feel it. That's what so many Christians do. Do you feel it? Okay, I'm feeling better. Praise God. I'm in dominion. God's walking. No, no. If the word said it, whether you feel it or not, it is so. See, that's how you take on the mentality of a man in dominion. You don't look for a feeling. Someone said, show me the feeling man. No feeling man. No feeling man at all. Hmm? Are you hearing me? People wait for feeling and the bus will come and go. It's not, they, this is not talking about sense knowledge. Sense knowledge is the operation of a dead man. Dominion is a flow of your spirit. It flows from the inward man. You see, when you got born again, if you had big nose, after you got born again, you still got big nose. Right? What changed when you got born again? Your spirit man was recreated. That's where dominion was redeposited. So you function from your spirit. If you're going to think dominion-minded, you know, have the mentality of a person in dominion, you are conscious of your spirit, man. You do everything that will promote your spirit. That will cause your spirit, man, to be expressed on the outside. Do you see what I'm saying? So, dominion is flowing out of your spirit. Remember the Bible says, walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the loss of the flesh. What does it mean by that? Don't walk by a sense knowledge. Walk conscious of who you are. Walk in the spirit will be to walk in the realm of God. Where the word of God is the realm of God. So when we walk in the word, we're walking in the spirit. So I say, how do I know when I'm walking in the spirit? What, how do I know when I'm... Sh- uh, when I'm conscious of this dominion on the inside. Thank God he gave us some indicators on our dashboard to know. How many of you know you can tell when your gas is low in your vehicle. You can tell when engine light comes on. Right? The indicators for you to know when you are conscious of your spirit man is the fruits of your spirit. They are your indicators. Yeah. What are those free, uh, uh, fruits? Love, joy, peace. Huh? Yeah. That's, what, that's your indicator. Right. That you're conscious of your spirit. That you're yeah. conscious of dominion. Yeah. Well, love, joy is an indicator. Love, joy, peace. 
just okay <laughs> love alone mm. when love is manifested that's why you don't quit mm? that's why you remain expectant why the love of God is shed abroad in your heart and this love make it not this hope make it not a shame because the love of God is shed abroad in our heart. Yes. Not in your flesh, in your heart. So become conscious of it. You manifest that fruit of love. What's another fruit? Joy. Oh, the God of hope fill you with joy and peace in believing. And Bible says when you are believing, you are in victory. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. So when that indicator is showing, let's say, <laughs> you know, we were driving, we're, we're, we're about to make a right turn, you start hearing, clink, 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 you know, that's the turning signal. Clink, 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 clink. What are we doing? We're saying, we're indicating to the person behind us and to the person in the front, we're turning right. Hmm? Woo! When you start yielding to the fruits of your spirit, you are sending signal. To the devil of his doom. Remember. Oh. oh Philippians 1.28. It says in anything. Do not be terrified. By your adversary. For such constancy. Hmm, is a signal. To them of their doom. And to you. Your token of victory. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm out of time. Praise God. <laughs> Woo! Did you learn something today? All these descriptions was talking about you. Say after me, I have dominion. Say it again. I have dominion. Now, let's go another step. I think like a person in dominion. Because my life will manifest, manifest what, I think. what I think. For as a man, man thinketh, think it, so is he. So is he. Yeah. See, our life is the picture of how we think. Think dominion. Think dominion. You know, we have plenty we could share with you, but I believe I've shared enough to stir you up. Turn your engine. I need to hear a on the inside. I've got dominion. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to be okay like this. Amen. Why? I have dominion. I think that way. Every day you maintain it. Every day you maintain it. Every day you maintain it. Ask yourself every day. Have you read the text? Someone sent you a text. Did you read it? Did you read your text? Did you read your text? Someone sent you a text. Think it like that. Every some oh, excuse me, somebody said, Have you ever seen somebody you left home without your phone? You feel like you lost everything. Oh my gosh. Oh, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Where's my phone? See? Apply the same thinking to the word. Have I checked? Oh, oh, oh. Where's my I, I didn't read the text. You see, when you become conscious of the word like that, that's when it empowers you. Because you're not looking at anything else for victory. 
you'll look into that. Why do people panic when they don't have their phone? They think they will miss some things. Miscommunication. Huh? When, we, when you don't read the word, when you don't attend to the word, you miss communication. And each communication is intended to seat you above whatever you see that day. Each communication is sent to you to seat you as master over every situation. Each communication. Every word from God is a word of dominion. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Anybody here dealing with back pain, stand to your feet. In the name of Jesus, I command that to stop. Right now, in Jesus' name. Anybody else? Anybody else? In the name of Jesus, I speak to that. Go in Jesus' name. Give it action. Move it around. Move it around. It travels to the neck sometimes and it makes the neck tight. Move it around. It's completely gone in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Anybody in dominion in here? Is there anyone in dominion in this house? Anybody? Huh? Anybody in dominion in this house? Is it that Hagen taught us that it is only when we are excited about the word that the word begins to work for us? Amen. I am thrilled with the word. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, that's my message to you today. And the fruit of God's word shall remain. Amen. Okay. Somebody, constant headache. Where are you? Headache continually. It's like migraine. It's just constant headache. Constant headache. Anyone? Where are you? Okay. In the name of Jesus, I speak to that. Stop. And no more. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. See, God confirms his word with signs following. See, it pays to be in church. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. Well, I believe I've gone long. I will stop right here. Did you get help? Amen. Praise God. Something else, I will say this in closing, that will help you to become dominion-minded is to be the house of God-minded. Because the house of God is the house of dominion. It is where dominion, where people in dominion are trained. So when you become house of God-minded, that's you becoming dominion-minded. Because this is where food that nurtures your dominion is given. Amen. Be interested in the things of God. Show interest. Show interest. Show interest. You see, when you show interest in the things of God, in the house of God, things pertaining to the local church, God becomes everything you need. You take care of his own, he takes care of you. Amen. Praise God. And if you're not serving, start serving. If you're not serving in the local church, start serving. That's you being prepared for dominion. 
I got a whole lot of revelation on what I preached today helping in the local church. I'm doing something and all of a sudden God will say something to me. And I will go home and I will read it more and more revelation will come. Yeah. How did it come? I was in the house of God. No wonder the psalmist said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper hmm, in the house of God than to sit at the table with the wicked. Amen. Praise God. Is somebody in here believing for a shop? A shop. A store. A shop. 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 You? Believing for shop. Stand up. You receive it now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Satan, take your hands off that shop. Go, ministering spirits, bring it into his possession. Ah, he can have it. He's a child of God. He belongs to God. Dominion belongs to him. So shop, show up in Jesus' name. Ah, they just left. Those angels, they're working it. So say it. Don't say, I'm trying to. You have it. You have it. So what do you do if you have it? You just go, okay, is it here, Lord? Okay, is it here? Movement. Movement will bring you right into it. Amen. Amen. And, oh, yeah, I see too. Yeah. Some of the things that have been hindrance in the past, some of the way things were paid before that keeps coming up and it becomes a trip, it will no longer trip you from this day in the name of of Jesus Christ. Go angels. <laughs> Turn it around. In the name of Jesus. Amen. See what I'm saying? It pays to be in church. What about if he wasn't in church? Glory to God. Amen. I love your pastors. And I'm sure you do. Take good care of them. Amen. Otherwise I'm going to come after you. Amen. We love you. God bless you.